Scared of needles, but want a really big ass? Try BBL Soda, the only soda that goes directly to that ass, with all different kinds of flavors, like Becky Butt, Georgia Peach, Miami Mango, Kentucky Kiwi, if you're trying to keep it small. And for our largest size, try Texas Tap This. BBL Soda, the only soda that goes directly to that ass. Yo, yo, what's happening, planet Earth? Thank you for listening to High Power Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Boyd. We got a great show, man. If you've never listened to our show before, High Power is the show where everybody comes on and tries to find the best version of themselves. And today is no different, man. We got a hell of a guest. This interview is a wild ride. I cannot even oversell it. Danny Cassette. Wow. Singer, songwriter, actor. I mean, they wear all kinds of hats. It is. Uh, it was just a beautiful time and really just supercharged. Like Danny came in with a lot of energy. So me and Ralph were hyped. In this interview, you can tell, you can feel it. Danny is uh, one of our good friends. They were a cast member on Sad Ass Black Folk playing the lovely character of Aspen. So, 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 so good. If you haven't seen it, please YouTube Sad Ass Black Folk. They've also been in Reimagined Tomorrow from Disney and performed with So Far Sounds. They're killing the game, man. Check them out on Instagram. You can follow them at Danny Cassette, D-A-N-N-I, Cassette, and you can search them and find all of their music on Spotify, Apple, wherever you find your streaming music. We had a little intro with me and Ralph, and then we get right into the amazing interview with the brilliant, fiery Danny Cassette. Welcome to High Power. passionate danny is uh very what, what i'd like to say is just like between like the people that we talk to it's just like they do the work to yeah. clear like to get the blessings you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. i say the blessings like the the rewards that they're searching for like the bookings the uh the numbers Mm -hmm. that they want on social i feel like the guests that we have are like very aware of how like what it takes like it's a common theme between our guests like when to say no Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. to say yes Mm -hmm. also let's get help for our mental Mm -hmm. you know so it's just really is it's really like i like i fucking i love talking to these Mm -hmm. people with high frequencies like you know Mm -hmm. like you could tell like they've been through some shit yeah like Like, they've been through it like then i've seen people that are in the industry that are like joyous as hell Mm -hmm. like in their life henry winkler came into my job (laughs) love henry winkler yo this man bought dessert for like when i'm i'm witnessing a nice guy like Mm -hmm. like not braggadocious nice guy Mm -hmm. just like a, a buster went up to him Buster doesn't even know who the fuck Harry Wrigley is. This okay. guy's from a different country. Type yeah. shit. He was just like, hey, how you doing, sir? He's just like, I'm doing very well. And then slaps him with 20 bucks and just like that. I was just like, holy shit. What? Just for asking how he's doing, he was already prepared to give him like. Wow. He bought a couple that he met in the lounge dinner. He bought everyone in the section that he was sitting next to dessert. What? On some like. Wow. Like. 
hey, I'm just going to do this. Wow. Like, you could tell he was a, like, he's leaving and people are like, oh, the Fonz. And he's just like, yeah, where are you from? Like, as annoyed as he was, like, you could, wow. like, you could tell, like, hey, I just ate dinner, bro. Like, and people want to start taking pictures and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he's all about it. I was like, this nigga is the nicest nigga wow. I've ever met, ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hollywood people are nice, mm-hmm. but he was just regular. Like, he mm-hmm. looks regular. But if you know, you know. And even mm-hmm. if you're like, the he's Henry, yeah, Henry Winkler, yeah. bro. Like he's in everything that you like, yeah. You know, so that man walked in five o'clock sharp as soon as the the restaurant. I was like, nigga, my heart. Like I'm not wow. even a big like huge like. I don't know everything he's in, yeah. But I know that nigga's a legend, icon. For sure, he carried himself like that. Like mm-hmm. I am a legend, but I'm also for the people. Like him mm-hmm. for the people, and I was just like, okay, a career like that's not bad, man. Yeah, he's uh He has light. I felt like there was light surrounding him, you know? Mm, okay. Method Man, I felt like there was light surrounding oh, yeah. him when he's I met bright, him. He's like, got I was a bright like, aura. Yeah, there's some people that just have like a light around them, like where mm. they're just not penetrated by the darkness of like the jadedness of like this business. Like mm-hmm. and I pray to God that my heart always stays in the light of everything yeah. despite chaos. Like I want to be like if it's not for I'm not saying it's not for God, but if it's not like God driven, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like then if I'm doing it, just like I got to get these numbers up or I got people to notice me. Like if I'm doing it that way, I know that's veering to this mm-hmm. way. But if right, I do right. it like I feel good about this, let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. or I, I talk to people about this and let's put this project like that's light. But yeah. Anyways. Speaking of light. There it is. There we go. Uh, I think our guest today had a freaking glow about them. Uh, if 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 you're familiar with the web series Sad Ass Black Folk, you've seen some of their acting work, but uh, they're an amazing singer-songwriter. Learned so much. Uh, stylist? What were the other things? Stylist. Singer-songwriter, singer-songwriter actor. Stylist. Um, Didn't they say they did mar- they did marketing? For yeah, somebody? they did writing, marketing, um, management. I like, mean, they did it yeah, all. Yeah, multi. They do it all. They do it all. So 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 talented. Um, so keep up with Danny Cassette. Um, you can listen to their music on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your stuff. Part of the the new social impact campaign from Disney. Reimagine Tomorrow. I also met them uh, when they performed on uh, So Far Sounds here in L.A. So you can keep up with them uh, on Instagram and all platforms, Twitter uh, and everywhere you can find them at Danny Cassette. And um, we have an amazing interview with them coming up right after this commercial break. You ever just wake up and go to your closet and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to wear today, but I want to feel like myself. Like, I want to feel dope. I want to feel super charged. Like, I'm a superhero putting on my uniform. You know where you need to go? Alert Clothing Brand. These guys are a young fashion company doing amazingly positive things. I mean, they have premium materials. They have t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and all original designs with these creative sayings that just let you know that you are coming into your power as a human being. They, they try to really encourage everybody who's a part of their movement to enlighten themselves and stay vigilant on a journey of finding the best you. 
You know what I mean? You you, you want to feel like you you on your purpose, like you you confident, like you feeling self awareness and self development. So I need you to go ahead and get your fashion game up. Go to alert.com. That's a l l i r t dot com, and you can also keep up with them at Alert Brand on Instagram. And when you get to that website, I need you to do one thing for me. You got a discount code only from us at High Power Podcast. Go ahead and type in Power pod on the checkout all right that's your code go ahead and type in power pod for an exclusive discount only from high power listeners so go ahead and get into the best self that you possibly can with alert clothing brand all right they are here to remind you that you are a god having a human experience alert.com michael jackson's estate just sold all his catalog back. What? What? To who? Why? And to who? I agree. Sony? I want to know also too. No, they didn't sell it back to the devil. Wow. The one that killed him. Uh, oh my God. $300 million. But you, know what's, million. But, you, but you know what's crazy though? Everybody's been selling their publishing. Rodney Jerkins has sold his publishing. Really? Little Wayne sold his publishing. Yeah, I remember Rodney Jerkins. Dude, that's what I'm saying. But Ro- my thing is, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Like, like legit, like to where we're talking about heavy hitters like a Rodney Jerkins, like a Lil Wayne. I mean, selling their, literally like giving away their musical and autonomy, essentially. Mm-hmm. I heard, because I, I had, a, I was questioning, when Lil Wayne sold, I was like, Bruh. wait, wait, you just got your money. That's- like, what are, you, what are you doing? And apparently it's just like the cap of streaming is happening. Like where you're just, it's, there's a mm-hmm. cap of how much mm-hmm. money you can make in the music game so it's just for their songs you know like yeah and yeah. in a couple of years it's gonna be less value like yeah. justin bieber even sold his catalog. yeah i heard about that too so i think it's because music is intangible anymore it's because yeah. things are not tangible yeah and like niggas are not buying vinyls you know yeah. we're not i mean when i mean you, bought, I when you bought i mean well yes i still buy cds but i think when you i think when you literally like when music was tangible and you bought a product, yeah, like I think that, of course, made more sustain, you know, sustainability as far as like you know how we purchase music and putting you know money in, in people's pockets. But mm-hmm. I mean, now we're talking about now music is just like a thing you just it's a little wave file, so it's a little just, you know, you tap on it. So and you know it what? It's not say. it's not just a wave file. It's People not. sweat and tears <laughs> and but confusion. Exactly. Yo, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, experience. Yes, like it used to be. I feel like music used to be like in a You'd have your favorite artist. They yes. put out an album. Yes. And you would live with that live. album. Yes. Live with yes. that album. For at least four months. Yo. Yeah, I guess until you get your next CD. But my okay, next nice. one is like Cleo Soul. I don't know if you know Cleo Soul. Oh, I love Cleo Soul. Mm-hmm. Bro, yeah, she takes my great. heart, bro. She's great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm she's just great. like. And I haven't heard anything problematic about her. Keep, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. going. It used to be Snow Allegra <laughs> for me. I thought Snow Allegra was going to be that one person. I'm like, oh, she's the Sade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, you know, Sade, Sade. Oh, I also have a Sade vinyl, too. So, oh, like, of course. Yeah. yeah there so we go. You got to have a Sade vinyl. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it puts you in the mood though. It really is. Yeah. yeah, I've discovered Sade is not a person, it's the band. Like when you're like reading an article about Sade, what? they're just like, Sade might be the person that's singing, but the band is called Sade. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, so when you're reading oh. about Sade, 
they talk about the band, the band Sade. Yeah, you learn something new every day. I don't That's know. crazy. Most people know. No, I, don't I, didn't, know I didn't know that I don't either. Think, I don't think most people. I was know sitting that. here thinking like, because I was reading the, uh, you know, because vinyls is like a CD where you're reading. Yeah, yeah, the credit, you're reading yeah, the credit, yeah, and the credits and the just like the story behind oh, nice. some of the tracks. And I was like, then Sade, they, that was like, are they talking about the band? And it was just like, yeah, because she, she doesn't just write. Like she has partners that write with her too. Yeah. So. It was like I I went into a deep dive with Sade and there's the band and the person I was like, she's cool, she's shy and she don't like the spotlight. That's rare. Like yeah. it's a very rare artist. Yeah. But it's not about Sade Crazy. today. <laughs> it's not. So uh, yeah, yeah. We have a very talented person here. Multi hyphenated talented. Dot 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 hyphenated. I love that. Hyphen hyphen. I love hyphen. that. Uh, what are all of the titles that you? Oh have? man. Fashion director. <laughs> I yes, because yes. a simple one could be singing, but it's just like <laughs> I would say vocalist. You know I mean? Yes, oh, I love that vocalist. Well, you're yes. a vocalist, but you got range. That. But I, I want mm -hmm. vocalist, um, they, uh, vocalist, actor, 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 actor. beautiful. Yes, actor. Um, and uh, I've been actually did some modeling last year. So oh, okay, moving into some modeling, okay. being, being the face of some places. Um, gosh, I don't know. I also have. I also. Do styling on the side. Okay. Um, I love clothes. Like? So yeah, a anything that has to do with creativity, I pretty much fire. Have my hands what? In. Damn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's hard, bro. Yeah. That's like yeah. hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. How did you? Okay. What you? Do you view yourself as a musician first? Yes, absolutely. Like is because because to me, yeah. Because branches? to me, the epi the epicenter to me is of course is a singer songwriter. Because I mean, mm -hmm. let's just be real. Like I mean, the lovely <laughs> Joe Boyd is here, of course. Sure. And Joel like gave me my first like opportunity to even act. Like and but mm -hmm. you saw me where at a show. Yeah, I did when I was singing. And mm -hmm. so for me, I think it's just I think it's just the the. It just catapults. Can I say that catapult? Or it, or what I could say is singing brought on other facets of art. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, that was how uh, you know when we wrote uh, "Sad Ass Black Folk." Like when me and Nima wrote it, it was a point where obviously we're casting, you know, and it was just like we wrote this role, and we were just like, ah, it's it's got to be the right person. It's got to be the right person to play this part. And I just so happened to be when we were casting for that those couple months. I happened to go see So Far Sounds showcase, and I was just like, "This motherfucker, <laughs> do they act? Because they're perfect for the fucking." And it just yeah, I mean, I think I found just found you after the show. Yeah, followed yeah, you, literally yeah. reached out on Instagram. Yep, and mm, that's some Hollywood. Yeah. Yes. But it's like you can't plan that. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. no. Not at all. What are the freaking odds? Yes. I thought the same thing. And at first, I even told my, I even told like a homie, I was like, like I know I kind of, because I, I, I was wanting to, but for me, I was like, you know, I didn't even know where to begin. I was like, okay, I, like, I didn't know where to begin. I was like, mm. I know I can like, you know, put auditions out there and all the other stuff. But I was like, but I really want to get in where I know somebody to like get mm -hmm. in on a project. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like it was like a very quiet desire of mine and it became so loud. <laughs> I was like, well, damn, here so it quick. is. Mm. So quick. <laughs> yes, How long exactly. have you been in L.A. since when that happened? Uh, that was 29. It, it was early, early 2019. 2019, like I think like April. So I had been in LA like a year at that point. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was still fresh, fresh meat. Fresh. I was fresh meat. Yes. Fresh. Yeah, because you like. I think I read that you you just traveled city to city oh, in yes. your car. Yes. Doing music and yep. just promoting yourself. Yes, I did. Mm -mm. For like five years. 
in a Ford Focus, I literally so when CDs were a thing, I would I would buy three or four hundred CDs, and I would like I would like so what I do is I would have like two to three cities already booked. And then as I was there, I would book more gigs and then be like, well, do y'all know anybody in like the next town over? So I just would work the market wow. and then move to the next circuit and then move to the and then do. So I kind of did like the chilling circuit low key, but like in a Ford Focus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was working a job at that time. I did all of my dates and came back that mor- Sunday morning and I was a manager for like this random ass like retail store. And I came. You back were a manager? Wow. Yes. <laughs> you were a manager at a I've retail store? I know we don't have time, but I've had a fucking life. Bro, we, got yes. time. we got time. What yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, was, wait yes. a minute. You're a manager of a store. I was a manager. And you out here. I was whipping it. Yes. And I worked for like a small company. So it was a bean to bar company, which basically is like, they basically like knew what cacao, like what from the actual cacao plant they got into mm. the actual chocolate bar. So it was a really cool company. They're, you know, they were small. They knew I was a musician when they hired me. I was like, yo, like I be touring. So I was able to kind of like before remote, remote work was cool. This is like 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like taking my lap. I was like wow. at Soundcheck on my laptop being like, oh shit, let me order some more. Oh shit, we got a Valentine's Day coming up. Let me make this. I was working their website. I was doing all their social media for them. That's all. Hyphen, hyphen, yeah. hyphen. So that's what I'm saying. So it, so I have had a life where a lot of this has, you know, it's come just from my own experiences. So yes. Yes, okay. I've been doing the things. Yo, we just started this interview. I know. That's that musician hustle, though. Yes. That's that. Yes. I mean, it's almost a comedian hustle, but like. But no, that's just, I think that's just hustle. Hustle, yeah. period. Yeah. Hustle, period. it's people that call themselves a musician. Mm-hmm. It's people that call themselves an actor, call themselves a stylist. Mm-hmm. People can mm-hmm. call themselves whatever mm-hmm. they want. Mm-hmm. But you are a person who is like doing it. Like, I like how you said it wasn't even, you were doing remote work back when it wasn't even cool. It wasn't. Because it's like, people can say all these things now, and it sounds cool to be like, yeah, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a comedian, I'm an influencer, I'm a, whatever you want to label yourself as. But I think it's like, it's a whole other thing to be do, like, you're so active in all those things, and not really for the glory of it? No. Because, you know, socially, it's like, I think people look for a little bit of that cool validation or whatever that is with all these titles and labels now. But I feel like you were just doing it because you wanted to do it. Yeah, how it's in it. Yes. And I wanted to, I wanted to like, I I just feel like to me, like when I look back on life, like when my, you know, when I go or move on to the next plane, like I want people to be like, oh, I remember when Danny came to like Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And I mean, I've really been there. Like I've really, I've actually for real performed in this place and be like, they blew it up. And then we went to go have wings and shit after. Like I want, I I want to have like, for me, like more than money, more than anything is like, I like stories. I like experiences. I like meeting new people. Mm -hmm from everywhere I think a lot of people too are into the cool places like oh Chicago New York LA I'm like nah bruh I was performing in like Ocala Florida but when it comes down to it like I just really want to connect with people through mm-hmm. music and through art and clothes and oh, acting I, and I see things. it when I see <laughs> I see your performances I legit be like they got it mm-hmm. like I, I be like it. I'm not a musician mm-hmm. well I can read music like, I mean I am a musician yeah. but the training you have vocally, mm-hmm. the range you got, the way I strive for it, like the performance level, that's when you're like reaching out to yeah. where everybody got to stop whatever <laughs> they were doing. If you were on your phone scroll, you got to stop. Yeah. Something's happening right now. I don't know. If it's, <laughs> like sometimes. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's really, that's yeah. what it's like. You got to stop what you're doing. Because so I don't know if I'm watching a spiritual experience. Yes, you are. Uh, uh, but I am. Yeah. 
Yeah. I am. I'm watching the spiritual <laughs> experience, but I'm also I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm not um I'm not scared, but I'm intimidated a little. Like, whoa, 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 what's going on? All right. Am I understanding the art that they're trying to portray right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how deep I like I I like look not before the interview, like in life. I'd be yeah. like, Danny got it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate like that. Danny got it. Yeah. Like I like I say that to people I really think that got it. Like yeah. I I'm like, yo. I don't know why, but I understand why. You you you're for the people. Yes, very much. So. I, I I feel that. I feel that. I like I'm legit like inspired by your work and at least in music. Like I'm just like that's kind of how I want. Like when I go, I want y'all to feel me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also want you to feel the word. But your vocal range, she she it'd be like. So when did that happen for you? Like when did that start? Where you're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm a singer. I'm a yeah. vocalist. Like, well, I feel like well for me, um, like most of us, I was raised oh. in church. So my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, he's heavy musician. Actually, on both sides, both my grandfathers. So uh, on my dad's side, though I'm not close to them. My dad's father actually he created the breakfast program and was like for the start of the Black Panthers in Oakland. They would play Black Panther parties, right? So I had that on the side. And then the grandpa that taught me, he was a pastor. He was a pastor for like 52 years. So the way I think that his love language was, was like music, sharing through music. Mm-hmm. My grandfather like sung background for Sam Cooke. He's done, I mean, again, so both sides just had done a lot of things really great mm, musically. Wow. So like when I was three, I remember like, this is why my name is Danny Cassette. When I was like three years old, he sat me on like a little mahogany upright piano and he was like basically like okay well this is this note he was like teaching me how to harmonize he's like so i'm singing tenor you're gonna sing alto above me so as i'm like three trying to figure these things out he would like do it pretty frequently and then i'll say around four or five like a little shoebox like tape recorder i don't know if you know what i'm talking it's like the one's like rectangle has like a little handle handle on it oh yeah yeah. so he so he put it on the piano and he showed me how to record my vocals to tape and i was obsessed with it Mm -hmm. so then and then my uh, grandmother had bought me like you know the fish the fisher price with the microphone oh we thought we was out here with those remember that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. oh hell yeah we did bro right exactly oh you bringing it back yes let's go and so he so he told me he taught me how to record and so then what i started doing is because you know like tapes were i mean i'm i'm of age tapes were a thing mm-hmm. yeah. so you know choir rehearsal tapes or even sermons or whatever like my ass would get in trouble because i would record my shit over the tapes in the oh. crib so they used to come in a little tape bandit because they would they would be like oh yeah i'm about to play you know tuesday night's rehearsal and it'd be me like jesus you know <laughs> <laughs> like serenading over the and they like what the fuck is this like I'm like yo that yes yes I used to get dead ass in trouble for that cause they be like yo this I need to fucking learn the material and I be like well you gotta call them and ask them this yeah. is my demo yes exactly like nigga like, I'm trying to make records like nigga I don't give a fuck <laughs> yo this is my demo hey grandpa yeah. you gonna have to relax bro yeah. I got yeah. a Fisher Price deal on the yeah. line right exactly. now my I'm like niggas wanna hear this yo, like, yo, <laughs> Oh, they need yes. that one. They be like, hey, you know your grandpa wanted to brag about his sermon. Like, you should have hit. Yeah. Yes. I hit him with this one. Yes. Right, so, hey, that closing? Hey, let's hear that yes. closing. Run that back. Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you ain't even on key. Listen, listen. Cause I, and I wasn't. I was trying to figure, you know, I was oh very much trying to figure it out at that point. But anyway, so that's the start of it. And then 
just through life, like I always, even though I was like very young, I sung in the adult choir like as young as like seven. I was singing with like people, my mother's age, you know what I'm Solos? saying? Uh, yes. My Solos? Yeah, my grandfather was, by the time I like really got into my bag, my grandfather was like taking me with him to like go preach and I would sing before he preached. Like, wow. yes, I was very young doing that. And then now I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Why are you annoyed? Because you're anointed. Bro. Yes, that's what that's, it is. Yes, bro, you anoint, bro. Ah, oh, I, I mean, ah. Oh. Yes, that's. I was just talking it. about that in the last podcast. I was like, the DNA matters, bro. Yes. Like, yes. yo, it's in you. Yes, like it had no choice. It had like, no choice. Like I could harmonize before I can. I remember being able to harmonize in like five, six part harmony before I could spell my own name. I always like literally wow. before I could spell my name and read for real. Like I knew I knew what it'd be like. Oh, I could sing on top. Oh, I could sing alto. Oh, I could match you with soprano. Like I just I knew those things. Damn. Yep, mm-hmm. I knew those things. So that and then it took me a while because like you know being a Danny, a they, them coming into my own. I was like, I don't really see no they, thems or people who look like me singing like this for real. Cause you know, mm-hmm. if you see me, I'm masculine presenting, I have facial hair, you know, I'm very naturally myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, I didn't actually for real, like be like, okay, maybe I can do the solo thing till I was 23. Hmm. Like think about three year old me who pretty much probably knew I had wow. something. And then it took me because, cause even though I was like, by then I was like singing background. I was in corporate. I mean, by then I was singing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I was, by then I was, I mean, I was being paid to sing at church at this point. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I was afraid to be solo. Cause I was like, well, I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't see anybody that looked like me. And mm-hmm. to me it was like, it was either girls or boys. So I was like, so what about the niggas in between? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what if you just, how, what if you just are, you know what I mean? How young were you? Where you're like, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah, that happened like probably like maybe like 12, 13. When oh. I noticed like I started growing like thick ass fucking sideburns and I was like, all the other girls were getting like hips and tits and shit. <laughs> and I was like, huh, something is different. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, bro. Hell no. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. And not, to say, and not to say that like people, you know, the only requirement for facial hair is to have a face. Not to say that people have to mm-hmm. like take on this masculine because you have facial hair. Because I know mm-hmm. plenty of ladies who rock their facial hair and it looks you know, do your thing. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally inside, though, I was like, I don't feel one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So it was then and then even in church, like I started kind of rebelling because they wanted me to wear a certain thing. But I was like, nah, fuck that. So mm-hmm. I had my own job. You couldn't t- I was making my own money. I'm not going to buy it to spend on skirts. Y'all, right. Like, are we kidding? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> so all, I think all of that, I think together made me kind of be like well i don't know if i want to solo it so i remember like the first the, like a friend of mine was like yo it's this open mic i was living in orlando and she was like yo you should just go try it and i was like okay i'll try it like i've been singing by that time i even like had recorded a couple songs i had graduated from full sale i was like nigga like what are you gonna do so yeah i sung that one night and here we are but yes here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's so random i mean very problematic i did not know he was problematic at the time but my first cover that i ever sung at open mic was trey songs can't be friends isn't that mm-hmm. random as fuck i don't mm-hmm. know i just think that's always random I, it's what I picked. I like the song. I, and if, I mean, again, I, that was prior to my knowledge of his antics now. Yo, I didn't know. 2022, turning, going into 2022, like mm-hmm. first year from 2021, 22, it was just a tweet from a girl randomly. She's like, I just got to say this before the year is over. Trey Songs rapes women. Yes. Like just blatantly. Wow. Yes, I remember that. Just says it. Wow. And then a track, like Betty White dies or something like that. And that shit just goes under the radar. Whoa. And 
And it's just like case by case by case. Because I like that song, um, I don't want to leave, but I got to go right now. I love that song. Like I just like I just like the tone. The mo- and then I'm just like, I'm hearing this. I was like, bro, I can't do this at karaoke. This is problematic. Like, like And people Mm-mm. would not enjoy Mm-mm. it because they're going to think of Trey songs and not me interpreting this song, yes. which is a beautiful song mm-hmm. for me. I was just like, man. But it's like kind of sad, bro. Like, because you... I love R. Kelly Ignition at any karaoke, and that shit gone. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It you is cannot. Gone. Mourn her. She's dead. Mourn her. Yeah. <laughs> yo. Yo. <laughs> yo. Yes. And I was just like, they can't do that to Ye yet. Please. Like, not yet. Well, they're doing it. They're taking them off playlists. Yeah. But there's some I songs. Heard, I haven't heard Ye, and I live in a very black neighborhood. I have not heard Ye in at the all? streets. At all? In months. Really? I Bro, I listen, but I listen but people are listening listen to it privately. Private. Oh, I listen to it in private. Probably. Donda is such private. a good album for me. I, I don't know. I, well, for me, late registration is forever. Because, for well, being a church kid, I didn't get to listen to what I want. So when I had my autonomy as far as like what I could listen to, Kanye was the first rapper I yeah, ever fell in bro. love with. Yeah. So yeah. like late registration, I mean, I, I can probably still kind of cry to that album. Like when mm-hmm. I hear, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. yo, I'm like, nigga, can I talk my shit again? Nigga? Yeah, like, yeah. Like that just yo, makes me so hype, bro. bro the like, one about the mom visiting yo, hours. Yo, please, can I give her these flowers? Yo, like that shit has me. Yo, all, when that's I. It's a very emotional album. It is, me, bro. To me, no, no, to it, me. It, it really yeah. is one of those like, yo, this nigga put it out yo, before niggas were putting shit like that saying. out. And you can tell at that time that he he was such a vulnerable guy. That's why I liked him too because I was like, okay, like I could listen to all these other guys where I think I am feeling their feeling but to me, Kanye was like, he was such a vulnerable, such an emotional person and mm-hmm. I liked that about him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I'd have to say, I listen to him in private. I love, me too. <laughs> but there's some... It's hard though. I still can't do it. No, no bro. There's... Still not, can't, not, not bro, anything? and he's my... Like, I still... It's hard for Fair me enough. to like swallow the whole pill. Right, because it's like then this take half. We all <laughs> <laughs> let me chop it in half. Yes, yes. Leave off the fat. Yes, but, but it's hard. I still can't. Yes. It's like I hear that though, because I don't know. But man. he got a got, bro. His gospel shit had me going. Like there was one time, like I was just stressed, bro. Like it is pure. Like and it was just like you know you're alive, then God's not finished. You know you're alive, and it's just a line off the line. Bro, I had, like, there was a day I was just like, I got to listen to this song. And it, like, really calmed me down. So I was like, you know what? Like, when he's yelling on track, sometimes you're like, oh, this nigga was angry, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, like, I feel like he has a good heart. Now, I don't know this Kanye I don't, I don't know it either. I don't know this Kanye. I don't, I don't know who the hell this guy is. I don't know who he is. I'm, I'm at a place Clone. I know Kanye. I don't know Ye. How I don't that? know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Kanye. Yeah. I don't know Ye. Yeah. How about that yeah. shit? Yeah. Ye. We lost Kanye in Montana. Yeah. Well, Yo, Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. When that nigga went to Wyoming, like, something what? happened, nigga. When he said that to I was like, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end. You've been out there by yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> That's what happens when you're in nature too long and nigga, you don't see yes. no niggas yeah. for a long yes. time. You start. Yeah. You start thinking you Jesus yourself. Like, hey, call me Yeshua. What? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I was tripping. I was tripping. <laughs> I, but I'm at a place where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta wait till he earns me back socially. I don't yeah. think it's coming back soon, bro. I also liked that he was a black man angry at the system, and he got his way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was yelling about, like, "Yo, Adidas don't, Nike don't want me." Like, he was actually doing an artist plight where it's just like they want my creativeness, but they don't want to give me no ownership. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want my create, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, "You tripping? You yeah? You rich?" 
But when you're in the music game, you're not rich, bro. Like you're performing and, every and night. And Kanye is owned by people. Let's just let's keep it a fucking buck. Kanye is owned by people, bro. Yeah, EMI. Like Kanye he is has absolutely a lifetime owned. contract. That's what I'm saying. Like he's absolutely owned. He's, he, he is owned. And he and he knows that, and it's driving him crazy. Yes. And he, so that's I think he had no other fight left because he got. Mm-hmm. Fashion, like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying that was a yeah. fight to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, no one believes in me now. Everyone, okay, Adidas believed in you, so you won that. But there's another level of bullshit that he wanted to like get through, and it was just like, nah, you cannot penetrate this bullshit. Mm-hmm. This yeah. shit is strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever bullshit you yeah. thought you could. Yeah, you only like uh-huh. no one else was. Everyone feels what Ye's. That's the thing. That's and but, but everyone, a lot of it. I do not say everyone feels. Everything he's saying. Let me not. Right. Let me. Let me rephrase. Let me yes. talk slowly. Right. We're not saying death con. None of that. Like <laughs> no, no, no. God we're not. No. That's when he God lost no. niggas. That's when that nigga. God was, no. Like, that's because I guess there was an example of just like if a white person said death con to all black niggas, we would be like, yo, nigga, you gotta die. Like yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. So we kind of fucking like that was when I was just like, oh shit. Even through the anti-Semitic thing, I was like. There's got to be a light that he's trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And it never it never got there for me. He like double 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 down. A lot of shit is convoluted. I do think there are truths to things as far as him wanting to just own things. I just I just I for me what I want to understand is if you niggas have billions of dollars, why not just do it yourself? Like what is the cosign from the big brand? Maybe I maybe that's beyond mine. Maybe that's I'm what not Sway was saying. Maybe I'm not yeah. knowledgeable enough, but it's like if like for instance, right? Like somebody was saying, "Oh, we don't have a black baba." I'm like, "But if you think about it, there are black billionaires. We could have black everything." Yeah. It's just like at the end of the day, it's like I mean Kanye, do you do you want to do it because it's fashion or do you want to do it attached to a name that's been out here? To be honest, I think when it comes to being a black artist or being I won't I won't even say just a black artist. I would say on any level of being a successful artist in I don't know if it's just American culture or if it's in the world, but in the history of I would say commercial art, white people are they have been we have been taught Having their support is when you made it. It's when you made it, yes. Right? Because even like the, the uh, like a crossover, crossover record, what the fuck does that mean? It means because right. white people like it. Like to mm-hmm. me, even that is like, what? Like mm-hmm. now you've crossed over. Right. Like, yeah, I and agree. People said that about Kevin Hart when yeah. he blew up. Yes. And then there was but it is a true, it's a true statement though, that mm-hmm. crossover money's real. And But, that, but yeah. that's what I don't, I think it's two things being true. It's, we don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think like, Cause think about it. If you're an artist and you're a black artist, and all you have is white fans, mm-hmm. you're paid. Mm-hmm. You going on tour? Yeah. It's probably selling out. But streets don't know about you. Yeah. And that's that's a different struggle. That is a different struggle. When you walk in and black people don't say what's up to you because they don't know who you are, mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. I'll give a but, fuck. But, but fucking <laughs> Madison and and Axel are like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, you're that. You're my oh my God. God, you're my favorite. <laughs> and niggas are looking at you like, oh shit. Bruh. Like, okay. I mean, the first Kendrick Lamar concert, and this is when To Pimp a Butterfly came out. Yeah. And I was like, and I felt a way because that's a very black album. It is. I, I, I almost felt like I wanted to leave because I was, I was kind of mad at how much white people were consuming something that belongs so much to us. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me feel like, damn, you letting them know the secrets, Kendrick. Like, that's, like, that's kind of how it made me feel. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I do think that. <laughs> it's so interesting we live in a time now where people are so radical but their audiences are white as fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo. it almost feels like yo. um, you know it, it's all it's like two different kinds of currency 
right? Okay, yes. I think it's like white. <laughs> this is fucked up, but I think it's true. White people historically, y'all's families have a little bit more money. Y'all have resources that we have not been given access to. But black people have spiritual currency, right? So it's like it, it, it might take a really good deep rapper or an artist, you know, to be to have to understand that and be like, okay, fuck. Maybe all of this concert that I'm about to do, maybe I got to be okay with 3,000 white kids screaming the N-word back at me. Okay, that's going to fund me being able to, for this music to hit Mm -hmm. some kids in the hood that need to hear it, though. Mm -hmm. Like, because I think J. Cole, Mm -hmm. like, there's artists that kind of, I feel like, understand that Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of don't care. And they're not fake. They're not flipping different to be... yeah. To get anybody's approval, it's just like, oh, shit, okay, well, y'all feel it. Y'all are paying for the money to come to these concerts. And also, I got to be kind of like, okay with that yes. in a weird way. I think live music, the music that you do, yes. like, that is slowly growing yeah. where you even see the rappers are like, oh, we need a band. Yeah. We don't but you know what that is, though, right? Because if even if you think about, like, times, well, if you think about right now, like black people are experiencing to me like unbelievable pain almost every day. I yeah. mean, between I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think like some like like with our parents, I think and some because it's like at least with our parents, when it would happen, it'd be on the news. We are inundated with black death. We are inundated mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. black sorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, when you think about what soothes the soul, it is music. Mm-hmm. And. For some people, it is hearing that baseline and that good old band behind people that mm-hmm. just makes you feel like less shit today. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like I what you I hear what you're saying as far as a shift on what people are listening to. I think it's because of the sign of the times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like right. niggas are like, I could put on this J Cole right now, which is great, but I need to go put on this with some band on it because I I need something something a little bit you know mm-hmm. a little bit more to lift me up. If you will, yeah. so I think I think I think it's, it's a sign of the times. Frequency. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Or I think I think I think as bl- as black people, especially us in our age range, I mean, we're attacking our own personal things. We're going to therapy. We're trying to mm-hmm. get this money. We're also in. I mean, we're all tackling so many things on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. And even you said when you needed to feel better, what did you do? You went to a nigga who was using a live band, who was using a choir, because that is what made you feel better. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that to me, if I could just my own personal, is that it's a sign of the times. Is that is that a related in, to any of why you embraced the term analog? So I I embrace analog because I learned from tapes, but that is also why because okay. because it always is a coming back to the root. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. So my my whole everything, my whole speech, my whole steez is analog because I'm like. You all are going to come back to the things that you thought were were, were thrown this away. Essentially, is fire. Yeah, that's that's my Ooh, whole that's my wow. whole concept. Yeah, so even yeah. so, here's the thing, right? Like I'm thinking to me, I'm like, shit. You know, I put out I put out some music. I've done things. Even in LA, I've done phenomenal things. I mean, even Disney called me last year. What's up? Let's go. Um, and so Disney called you last. Oh, year? oh, we can talk about it. We can talk about it today. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but. All that to say is like, yo, but when you think about it, I like I hate to quote the Bible, but it feels very last shall be first right now. What what are black people's and people's complaint right now? R and B is dead, which is also so the fuck not yeah, true. It's not true at all. And so, but but the reason that it is the the reason I think to me the complaint is is because a lot of things happened prior to a, like a couple years ago where you know, it was being watered down on purpose. It also did mm-hmm. not have black faces. Att- I mean, mm-hmm. no offense, but Stone Lake was not black. Mm-hmm. R and B does not belong to her. Love Cleo Soul. R&B does not belong to her. Mm. It belongs to us. Mm-hmm. You can sing it. You can be a part, but it does not belong to you. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think to me, though we can enjoy those voices, people like myself, people who put more live instrumentation, because you're going to need to be more filled and your soul's going to need to be more filled, mm. I absolutely think that this is prime time for artists like myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I do too. And I, I don't love why. Like I think it's a lot of reasons, but I think a lot of it is because when you go home at the end of the day, you're not feeling great. You sometimes you sometimes you need that choir hollering mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. and that and that bass line going crazy mm-hmm. on you. You know what I mean? Like to feel better. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love how you describe it in that way because I think um, it's happening. Like you guys are yes, saying, like it people, is happening. People are getting depleted. It's yes. Because like, I think it's like. Um, you know, with all these directions and the distractions and the screens and the robots and everything that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking about earlier today. But um, it, I think it's just going to be, like you were saying, like a pendulum. It's yes. Gonna, it's kind of swinging back right now because I think people are going to be so malnourished. It's like if you're eating McDonald's yes. every day. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you need McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> right, you need right. a fucking meal yes. and you got to go. Yes. And you, it's five bucks. And yeah, give me something to put in my body. But then your body eventually is going to be like, dog, give me a fucking salad. Yeah. What do you do? I need a meal. <laughs> do give you me a care meal. about me? Yeah. yeah. I need I, a meal. I need yeah. a home cooked meal. Meal. Yes. And when you discover an artist like that, that's putting stuff out like that, mm. and you could you could feel it. They could, people could feel it. It ain't yeah. even like, and they don't need the extra marketing because those people are word of mouth. They yes. still need the marketing though. They still yeah. no, 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 they do. Oh, no, they, they do. do. They do. They yeah, but I hear you. But I hear you. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, I, hear, yeah, yeah. I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that that is. It I think just that's takes where a lot at. longer to make that kind of yes. music. It does. But I, but you know, for me, I always knew what I made. I was like, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul because mm. I, because for me, it's like, if I were to bend on anything, it would taint it. It would taint my hope to me reasoning for being here mm. in my opinion like mm. it's not a race i'm a no race i'm alive i'm breathing every day i have mm. every day to sing and create and and put goodness into the world so for me i'm like i like me like okay danny been in years you haven't blah 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 yet y'all can keep that because at the end of the day i already know you're gonna be coming looking for me mm. i already know that mm. yes i need a push yes I, I mean there are of course there are all things we need to like make us be as big as we want to be and envision, right? Mm-hmm. But like, at the end of the day, I see how things are going. Y'all gonna be running to my shit. <laughs> no, no. Y'all gonna be. I see it shit. already. Yeah, y'all gonna be running to my I'm a, shit. I'm gonna walk because I'm already ahead of y'all, yeah, you niggas, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you now. Yeah. Danny got it, bro. Like, Yo, y'all gonna be. I'm telling you, you gonna yeah. be pulling up favor and pulling up my new joints I got coming out. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, I I don't know. And I'm, but to me, I'm also happy about that because I think a lot of times it's like how much how much are we listening to very subconsciously like mm-hmm. are we even connecting to what we're listening to yeah you know like because i think yeah. about it right like don't get me wrong like i could i could i mean you know i lived, I lived in atlanta for a time i can migos out oh my god oh, yeah. I can day, migos out. Yeah, yeah. but it's like but some of it is very subconscious listening some of it i'm not i'm not necessarily connecting to like the feel sure or like in a workout yeah but like when i'm talking about like really feeding me you know mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, being in a studio and like watching how real musicians versus rappers work, I was just like microwave oven, oh microwave mm-hmm. oven, yes. and I was just like, they're like, why don't you just rap, Rosie? I'm like, this shit is easy. I feel like rapping is the easy. That's why I was like, this shit dead to me because I seen how you guys make music, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's cool, it's fun, but like. 
y'all are all doing the same thing where yeah, it's just like 808 the beast got yeah. a little kick in it hi-hat is going crazy and then you just got three bars that are like superb and then everything else is filler yeah absolutely then you have the oven where it's just like the band gotta be tight the lyrics gotta be good mm-hmm. people gotta believe in you to actually play right that's why white kids are in a band because they already have a garage to work in. Because yeah. yes. they have a house. Yes. That Niggas their parents rap. pay. Niggas rap because there's yeah. a basement yeah. and there's a computer. And got a closet. True. Yeah. Unless you went to church and your parents gave you an instrument in church. I feel like that's how yeah. black Churches, people get introduced yo, to music. Oh, yeah. It's just, hey, you, oh, you're going to play the keys. Yeah. You ever met someone that be like, I play the keys, I play the. Yeah. Oh, from oh church. what church you went to? Church yeah. 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 That's it, bro. Like, yes. Where's your church? Where's your church? Yeah, what's your exactly. church? Home? That's how my band members are. They're just like, oh, we play, we got you. And it's because they go to church. like, yeah. And I'm just like, I went to a Haitian church, bro. I was like, damn, I wish I went to like a black church where they're like, hey, hey, yo, man, come get it. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Because like. That's a jam it's, session every week. Yeah, oh my God. it is, nigga. That's it's so 30 minutes. Was, man, I'm telling you. like, 30 minutes straight jams, nigga. Literally. That's why I come. People be like, oh my God, Danny, like, <laughs> how'd you make it all those years? Because cause for me, it was like, you know, when I was 18, I mean, I left home for college. I could have been like, nah, man, fuck this religious shit, blah, 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 blah. But I stayed in it. Mm. I stayed in it even though I was in college. I actually did not for real, like, leave and be like, all right, cool, this is not for me till I was 22. I still, stay, I still stayed in it. Mm-hmm. so i mean how are I mean, you where are you now spiritually um spiritually i feel like and i guess a twofold question okay okay I'm, I'm, <laughs> as, a, as a fellow church kid yeah yeah because wait you grew up koji too right i grew up uh we were non-denominational okay so okay got you okay but, um but you know we my mom was very popular in in our hometown city mm-hmm. so we you know, went to a lot of other churches. Sure. She would have the tour. Sure. And that's the thing about being known by that too, because you can't even do nothing for real when you're like, yeah. oh, you so and so son. Yeah, you so and so. Oh, that's so and so son. Yeah, 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 yeah. PKs, all that stuff. But so, did, where was your, what was your journey like with that? Did you ever have like a, um, or is your is your relationship with the black church community still complicated or where are you? No, right I think now? you know you know what? So for me in that time it was. I think to my twenties I was like, Oh my I was very anti church. I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I was super, mm-hmm. super anti church. I think now at this point, because I realize like Danny, but where did you get your artistry from? Mm-hmm. Also, let's talk about this. Like if we remove religion, if we remove religion but just talk about the spirituality of gospel music itself, mm-hmm. then that purity is still what I need to preserve. Mm-hmm. So I kinda had to make some choices internally, like, okay, we don't like the bad parts, but we can't exit all out. Mm-hmm. Because I would not even be the artist I was today mm-hmm. if I did not have I, I tell people all the time like church was my artist training camp. Like you know how uh, like yeah, remember, yo, yo. remember when, remember yeah. when they put eleven in that fucking train in, in Stranger Things and she was training and you know yeah. that's how I feel mm. like like literally church to me whether you're, I don't care what facet of, of media entertainment you do that develops that in church so if you're a comedian you get your jokes off in fucking church yo dead that, ass yo, yo you get your jokes that's, that's the first fucking place you get your fuck because all of us all we do is praise God and key all we do is laugh and praise God and eat. Yep. That is a black church experience. Yep. So you get your job. So to me, if you ask Holy me, shit. all of us have really gotten that from there. So wow. I don't really feel like I wow. can say I hate the black church. I don't really feel like I can say yeah. I don't have a relationship with it because it would not be fair even to how I came about. Mm. That's deep. You know Sheesh. what I'm saying? It wouldn't be fair. Wow. And so, so I had to come to that because because I also didn't want to live with hating it. 
Mm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I didn't want to live yeah, with, though I, di- though I didn't have the best experience being a non-binary person, I, I didn't want to live with hating it. My grandfather was a pastor who gave his life to us. So I was like, I wanted to come to some peace about it. Mm. And I also realized that when you really think about it, as far as the spirituality of it, church shows up where we show up. Like right now, we're having a spiritual experience. Right, right, we're right. talking about things that we care about. Mm-hmm. We're sharing love. We're sharing conversation. Mm-hmm. This is a church experience. So I think to me, I've also learned that spirit church can show up wherever good energy and mm-hmm. good people show up. When there are two or three. Yeah, come, well, come on, well, come on, well, come on. Like, hey, well, come on. You know what I'm saying? in the midst. Exactly. Hey, and that's it. Exactly. And so I think for me, I don't have, I don't really have like a fuck the black church experience. I think for me, I condemn what needs condemning. I, mm-hmm. I actually speak against what needs to be spoke against. But as far as like, again, like God's, like literally when we were brought over here, mm-hmm. we had like slave narratives and it moved into hymnals and moved into gospel. Like the root of American music came from, like the root, mm-hmm. everything you listen to that is m- mm-hmm. music at all, any genre started with gospel. Mm-hmm. That's how they, that's how they, Oh yeah. that's how they would work. Th- that's how they would send messages. Like, I mean, we're talking about people who use it to communicate. So mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm a person that's always going to be a preserver of that. Because that's connected to our spirit, to our ancestor, mm-hmm. to our, our being, to our, like you said, like our DNA. I'm still very much for and love the parts of it that taught us all, that brought us to mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we are at. That's good compartmentalization. Yeah. Yes. What you I have to do sometimes. Heard before. Church yeah. is a stage. Yeah. Okay. It is. Church Bruh. is a fucking stage. Bruh. Every Bruh. day, every Sunday, it's, it's a fucking Bruh. show. Bruh. You gotta be fucked up. Church is a stage. Bruh. <laughs> I, re- I realized that I think that's when after I got into stand up or like, and I went back to church. I was like, yo, this nigga got the greatest opening ever. First of all, you got the choir warming you up. The yeah, audience yeah, is already yeah. revved up. They're like, okay. And then, oh, you're going to bring it down a little bit. It's an emotional roller coaster. Okay, you hyped up. Now we're going to bring it down to somberness. Oh, shit. Damn, I'm feeling this. Okay, give me your money real quick for the first time. Boom. Then someone else will coming in. And then they'll be like, all right, the passing will talk. But before we talk, we just want to say blah, blah, blah. So they get you back up again. Yes. Okay, yeah, yes. all right. This is exactly cool. a church Then service. the pastor... Open, opening first seven seconds has to be a joke or something engaged. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong with me. You be like, oh shit, Pastor tripping right now. <laughs> I said already engaged, bro. <laughs> then it's it's yours for the taking. Yeah. It's yours for the taking. All you gotta do is have a story of what happened this week. That's it. Back it up with some Bible verses That's and it. a little bit of stories. That's it. Have a little have the high note. And you better have that low note, and then let, hey, let's bring the choir back out. Ladies That's it. <laughs> That's it. And it's and it's a, it's a, it is a offering and an altar call, and boom, bro, that's service, yeah. bro. I'm and telling I, you, when I watched that formula, I was like, God damn, it's a show. Who did that? Who did, that's know, what I want to know too. Who? who that's what I want to know too. This that's formula, what, because it's I, again, it I feel works. like I feel like it came from slaves because you know they even had churches <laughs> on the plantation. Yeah. Like they would even also too. Created. I think to me, why I cannot ignore black churches because black churches where black people first got their autonomy. Think about it. You're a slave, but at church, you're a deacon. Mm. You're a slave, but at church, you're a missionary. You know what I'm saying? So I think ch- black church also is where slaves got to feel like a fucking person. Mm. When yeah. you really think about yeah. it, you pick cotton yeah. all, and then Sunday, even if it's just for an hour, mm-hmm. you got to just like read your, you, you, you just got to be not a slave. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Announcement, yeah. announcement today. The master of the plantation. <laughs> 
It's on that fuck it's shit. It's on that fuck shit today. <laughs> so we gonna have to have church a little early. Exactly. And we have to close a little early yes. today. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Yes. Neighbor. Exactly. We gonna end early. Yes. <laughs> yes. Neighbor. We yes. gonna end early. Yes. Yeah. But I think I think that, and I think that's too when we see people who are so stuck to it who maybe don't want to who don't want to compartmentalize in order to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. you know other things or not have these phobias about other things that the bible presents right mm-hmm. i think it's like i sometimes when i give sensitivity to it it's like because even with you even in modern day you might not be a slave but even in modern day mm-hmm. you may have not felt like anybody until you were a deacon and i cannot yeah. though i don't really agree with your stance i can't take away from you that mm-hmm. that is how you found your personhood Right, right. And a lot of black people still find their personhood in church. Yeah, yeah. They do. It's, um, yeah, I think it it can be complicated. And and I appreciate the nuance in what you're saying because I think a lot of folks find themselves in or out. Yes, right. Very much that. It's like, yeah, I'm either, I'm trying to get, that's all you hear from black folks is, Either I'm, hey, I'm trying to go back to church, bro. I'm trying to go back. Or, man, I ain't going there no more, bro. It's like, or you get the people who in between and just go on the big holidays or whatever. I think that's what's cool. I think even about the way you just broke that down is like, you're getting what you need from it. That's and it. And also letting go of what you, is not serving you. Yes, but that should be with anything. That should be with anything. That should be with anything. Like you and said, you, you put a scripture earlier. It was like, uh, take the meat and leave the right, fat. Right, leave the it's fat. same thing. Uh-huh. Same thing. That's mm-hmm. that's really that's really how I approached it. I was like, yeah, no, nah, like what was good and what was bad. Like we can, <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll deal with that in therapy. Because <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah, yeah. you can tell when people are in therapy, they say in different words, <laughs> different languages. Mm-hmm. But they be saying like, oh, I see how you unpack that. Oh, I have space they for you. That. Yes. Oh, yes. Unpacking space. Oh, I yes. think that's unbiased. I'm, I'm like, whoa, yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up, nigga. Let me drink and talk to you, bro. Like, stop. Like, talk regular, bro. Yeah, talk <laughs> regular, We're at nigga. the club, bro. Yeah. Like, we're at the club, yeah. bro. Like, relax. What, nigga at the club whispering his problems to you? Like, I think well, I just got trust issues, bro. But like, yo, relax, nigga. <laughs> and a nigga whispering back is like, I don't have space for this right now. But I hear you. You're crossing my boundary? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Yeah. Niggas love a boundary. Niggas love boundaries. Niggas love a boundary. Niggas love a boundary, hey. bro. Hey, hey niggas bro, love a boundary. Niggas love a boundary. <laughs> and I said, out, 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 out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. But like, yo. hey. <laughs> like the, yo you're crossing my boundaries you're crossing my boundaries <laughs> like nigga what we just shared a blunt together nigga what right, the fuck right. nigga? you exactly. gonna get this work nigga. yes <laughs> alright I'm gonna lie though I am a person who appreciates boundaries now yes uh, absolutely oh yeah no for sure no for yes. sure I am making fun of it but yes I do need no I, I'm a proponent of boundaries oh me bro. too like again me that's too. what 23 and me is about like yeah. you setting up the boundaries for other like you cannot talk to me if you're on bullshit that's a boundary Mm -hmm. if i know you're not about shit i can't even entertain you anymore i'm sorry that's a boundary i like to talk to people that are that are working i feel like i've seen so much weird shit that i've i have normalized a lot of i feel like la it is it's just a very like kooky it is you do normalize we i just had that thought yesterday and and honestly you saying normalize i was like danny a lot of it you have. Like, a lot of things mm-hmm. were socially, it would never happen mm-hmm. in any other place. I'm like, yes, right, you right. have made this normal. Yeah. And maybe that's why you, right now you're like, I can't because, but here's the thing, oh. for us to live and work in this place, I mean, ha- we kind of have to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. In substance, it's the whole thing, right? Is cuckoo pants. No, it's no, it's fucking crazy. When you think but it, <laughs> it, it's a it's, it's a circus in here. Yo, it's wild. But it's wild we also it. have to accept that we're in the circus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is like I don't know playing with like a, a fucking ball as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. also the lion coming that out of the cage, bitch. So like fucking that's, yes, that's it. Yes. Like we're to some people outside of LA, we're not normal because we want to work here. I, I we want to yes, live here. Yeah. I agree. You're silly. I agree. You're a clown. <laughs> yes. Like you that's, are. That's what you have to accept. Like yeah. So let's talk this Disney deal. What's up? You got an ABC development deal. What's up? <laughs> They got to say no, Danny Cassettes uh, I fucking wish. on Disney+. I, Plus. I wish. I wish. So last year, it's mind my own business, and mm-hmm. I got a call like in end of May last year. And they were like, yeah, we're doing a social impact, a social impact project. Um, so basically, Disney is trying, is going through a lot of things to rebrand. Because as mm-hmm. we know Disney as a brand, as movies, that a lot of it has been <laughs> rooted in things that are racist, that are just all the ists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a list of ists. A, a list of ists, right? And so they have a uh, a basically like social impact, like basically trying to rebrand them called Reimagine Tomorrow. And so they called me and they were like, yo, I want you to be a part of this project. It sells so much money. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, and so the project was to, it's called, it's, it's Reimagine Tomorrow, but a recital of remixes. And so what they do is, they take a famous Disney song and pick five artists for that season for that year to redo the song in their own way. Danny, let me get a dollar. Let me get a dollar. I know you got it now. Nigga. Hey, pocket's fat. She Nigga. came in in a spaceship too, boy. Oh, God. She got Yeezy boots on right <laughs> now, boy. These are not. Yeah, listen. These are forever 21. No, yes, no, Ralph, go on. I do look like I'm about to go fix a boiler, though. But. <laughs> With style, the, yes, the hot, yes. Yo, you, you need to relax. You need to relax. Yo, right I do now. like I'm about to go. You know, yeah, but weld you, some things. But, so go ahead. I, I, I have a curious question. Sure. Yes. Uh, do you feel in the the expression of your uh, non-conforming to, sure. to societal ideas of gender? Do you feel like everyone else? You know how you're able to you sure. know, tap into your femininity sure. and masculinity. Sure. Sure. Do you feel like everyone else is limited? Have you ever had that thought of like, do you feel like everybody else is the ones that are kind of limiting ourselves? Good question. Uh, somewhat. I, I I will say to me, I don't know about limiting. What I will say is that we are so vast as people. Like, yeah. why not explore the fullness of what all of that means? Mm. Because here's the thing. Femininity and masculinity don't belong to a gender. It's just what we call energy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're presenting a feminine energy, it doesn't mean you're not a man. Mm-hmm. Nobody took your madness away from mm-hmm. you, right? Or if you're having a masculine energy, nobody took your womanness away from you. Because clo- here's the thing. Clothes don't belong to a gender. They right. never have. That's just what we, we, we were taught to do that. great items in the women's section. That's what I'm saying. And got compliments on them. That's, and never, that's what I'm no, fucking hey, you saying. you never wear a skirt to this motherfucking podcast, Joel. Well, I it's challenge. time to start. It's time to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to start, Joel. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Joel here with the fan talking about yes. Exactly. <laughs> Let the skirt blow in the wind, nigga. Let the skirt I blow in the wind, free. nigga. Yes, exactly. But I guess for me, it's just like, I think, like, 
if people talk about I think people always want to like uh, like their approximation to their own like to gayness and it's like y'all get mm. a fucking life mm-hmm. like the only thing that makes you gay is the act so like yeah, yeah. if Ralph you come in here tomorrow like why would you not still bag bitches if you were in a skirt that doesn't make any fucking sense more. that's what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> why would like why why would that make any sense like t- because you are still what a man no yeah. one can take that away from you mm-hmm. unless you decided today you didn't want to be only and yeah. then we would call you something different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Same thing mm-hmm. with you. Like if you, I yeah. love that you're exploring both departments. Why not? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think we live in a time where, who made these rules, my nigga? Right, right. <laughs> like, exactly. who dead said ass, we had to do ass. this? Yeah, yeah. Who said that? And whoever did, it's okay to bend them. It's new Absolutely. though. I feel like in the black community, but is it's it? New. It's niggas in express- the '70s was wearing fucking these niggas you was wearing actually, skimpy you know shit. What? You. Put out historical shit where niggas is like, wait, this ain't new. Seven, this is, because nothing is. You did that well, news article. Nothing is new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Like literally that. in the 70s, niggas was wearing crop tops and fucking nipple. Like, yeah. look at the fucking Aussie brothers. Them niggas was dressing feminine as fuck. Yo, oh no, the 70s. Nigga. nigga, they were on drugs. I agree, but they also were expressing fucking freedom. Yeah, they were. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I think people are like, oh, gay is new. I'm like, you guys are ridiculous because it's not. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing queer queerness. Any anything outside of the heteronormative spectrum is not new. Mm-hmm. There were trans slaves, nigga. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. how how do people really? think? Yes, that's trans slaves. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, yeah. There were. Here's the thing. Why would you think little old Danny in 2023 invented non-binariness? You niggas, y'all niggas are giving me way too much no, credit. No, no, no. We, yeah, you know what I mean. I think, like, bruh, I think what like, I'm like, it's not in our world often enough yes. like you know like where it's normalized sure sure sure, you know, sure. Like, i can hear that i had top surgery actually i'm three months post-op on friday so yeah woo, woo. hey that shit fresh yeah bud. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think a lot of questions came like oh do you want to be a man now i was like no i was like what's wrong with just like not let's talk about this everybody has gender affirming surgeries okay mm-hmm. uh moneybag yo who i think like posted this whole thing uh dr miami definitely put him out and he's gotten lipo, that is a gender-affirming surgery. If you are getting something to make you feel better about yourself, according to gender, that is a gender-affirming surgery. Mm, so, uh, again, same thing. So, like, again, if you're doing something to affirm yourself, you're doing nothing. To, and that's the thing, too, I think I had to let people know. It was like, I had homegirls be like, oh, I got a BBL, but ask me why I cut my breast off. Are you kidding? You got a BBL. Mm-hmm. You made an adjustment. So did I. Did you not like the way something went? Neither did I. So, mm. baby, you and I here are the same. I'm not judging you. And I don't understand now why it needs to be a conversation about me wanting to be something else. I just I just didn't want it. And trust me, if I want to be a nigga, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem saying so. If I, if I ever move to he, him, I'm, I'll let y'all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for now, you know, I I'm just, like you're like I'm just me. I feel like you're like the perfect binary like, person. Like, you're just, like right there. I'm but you a nigga too, though. I am. You I a nigga, bro. Oh, I you know. Are, yeah. Oh, I know, nigga. I know, nigga. Preferred yo, <laughs> yo, that's what it is. <laughs> yes, nigga. it's Bay He. Yeah. Yes, nigga. It's Bay He, nigga. Yes. <laughs> that's it, bro. I mean, like, yo, my nigga Danny. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. it, bro. Like, yes. yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this has been a, a wonderful interview. Is it over? With oh. You, Danny, yeah, it is. I feel like they, we've been talking for, been talking for a minute. Yo, it was like catching up yes, and then real yes, information. Yes, it was because we haven't seen each other. Yeah, we haven't seen each other. Yeah, all right. I'll let you close it out, my friend. Yes. We got to hang out again soon. Okay, we do. You have a show coming up? Oh, yes. So I have a show on March 24th. I'm not sure where it is yet. I just actually booked it like two days ago. Nice. Uh, but yeah, March 24th is the day before my birthday. So it's Analog Eve. Come see me. Analog Look at my Eve. Instagram. <laughs> I hate and love that market. 
Analog Eve. It's Analog Eve. That sounds nice. That sounds like an album too. Yes, Analog Eve. And so y'all come see me and yeah, just look at my Instagram and I'll be promoting it there. So Love it. Yes. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Ralph. Y'all fucking rock. Yeah. We, we love this you so was, much. Uh, love you both. Danny, this was... Thank you, man. It was good, right? Was, we had a good conversation. Really, really, Shit. really. Bro, we went... Oh, my God. We went... <laughs> all agree. over. I it, agree. It was the most beautiful, chaotic yes, conversation. I agree. I, we went everywhere. Every, my fucking every, God. Everywhere. We everywhere. From childhood to now. Yes. Like, and it was just everything. Jesus was involved some yeah, way, he somehow. He was. He I, was. Jesus. We, I think, I think we collected Kanye. Yes. We talked Drake. We yes. talked rap. We talked... This was... It's our, yeah, this was great. We this did was it great. All. Um, oh, all right, man. man. Thank y'all for listening. We're at High Power Pod on IG. Hit us up, man, at High Power Pod at Gmail. If you've got any questions, concerns, topics, highpowerpod.com for all the episodes. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by BBL Soda, the only soda that goes directly to that ass. Listen to this satisfied customer. Hi, I'm a black man with a white girlfriend. I gave her a BBL Soda, and now my dad actually talks to her. My mom gave her the recipe to the collard greens. Thanks, BBL. Try BBL Soda today. Available at John's.